0: Welcome to Restoration Road Online. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Good morning, Restoration Road. Today we're going to continue our sermon series entitled, Not Afraid. We're going to focus today on being free from fear. As we continue to be in these darker and challenging and more troubling times where our lives have been disrupted, there's uncertainty when it comes to the future, I wanted to continue to focus on what it looks like to live a life that's free of fear, that's free of anxiety, that's filled with courage, that's filled with faith. And we're going to go to one of the most popular psalms in all of Scripture, Psalm 23, there's a reason this, po- uh, this psalm is so popular. It's because it shows us how to live courageously. It shows us how to live with faith. It shows us how to live and trust in God in dark times, in times of uncertainty, in times when we're questioning the future. And so I want us today to look to that popular psalm, Psalm 23, for strength, but to really focus on When the Lord is our shepherd, we can live in freedom from fear. So, if you could turn in your Bibles to Psalm 23 or on your devices or just listen and you can read along. It's Psalm 23. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside still waters, He restores my soul. forever. That's the word of the Lord. These words I want us to rest in today, to find comfort in, to find strength in today. And I want to begin with a story. I'm sure many of us are doing movie marathons since we're stuck in the house. And so my family finally brought me through the Harry Potter series after 17 years of being married to my wife and Her loving that series so much, it took a quarantine for me to watch it with my family. And I'm going to be honest, it was a good series. Um, My favorite was Order of the Phoenix. But we finished that series, and we went to the second movie marathon series, and that's The Lord of the Rings. And so we started The Hobbit, an unexpected journey, which really is one of my favorite of that whole series. And at the very beginning, when they're telling the story of the dwarves and how the kingdom fell there's a part where the war is going on between the dwarves and the orcs. So I'm talking Middle-earth talk right here. Hopefully you guys can uh, follow along with me. But the leader, the prince of the dwarves, his name was Thorin. And Thorin looks at the mighty pale orc. I, I think his name is Azog. You'll forgive me if I don't get all these names right. But he was a giant creature, intimidating creature, wiping everyone out. And Thorin, the dwarf, just lifts his sword and he runs at this uh, orc, this mighty villain, if you would, in the story. The enemy of his people. And he begins to fight against his enemy. And he finally uses a piece of oak, and that's why they call him Thor- Thorin Oakenshield. And what he does is he uses his sword finally in the battle to take off the hand of Azog. And Azog's driven away, and he's defeated. And because he does that, his armies gain strength they gain momentum, they get some adrenaline in their bones, and they begin to fight back and push back on the darkness and push back on evil. And people stand back and they're, they're watching this. And it's a wonderful and powerful thing. And you see him standing there in victory, leading, loving, caring, protecting, and fighting for his people. And one of the other dwarfs who is kind of poetic looks at him and he says, there is someone I can follow. There is someone I can call king. And as I'm watching that scene with my family, I, I thought about Jesus and I thought about preaching about God being our shepherd today and I share that story because I want us to see Jesus who faced the greatest darkness, who faced the greatest enemy, who ran into the darkness, who went through the trials and the temptations and the challenges and went all the way to the cross. And when we stand back and look at that cross, we can say just like in that story, There is someone I can follow. There's someone who I can call king. We can say, there is someone I can follow. Seeing Jesus on the cross, laying down his life for the sins of the world. There is someone I can call king. But also, there is someone I can call shepherd. There is someone I can call shepherd. Because we see who Jesus is. We see his identity. That he would come down from his throne in heaven, take on Humanity, being fully God and fully man, face our greatest enemies, death, sin, and Satan, and conquer them on the cross, we know that we can trust him as our shepherd because he doesn't run away from dark times. And I want, if anything... This is my hope and prayer that during this sermon, you can look to Jesus on the cross, you can look to the risen Christ, and you can say, there is someone I can follow, there is someone I can call king, there is someone I can call shepherd, and trust him even in these times. Jesus can lead us through to greener pastures. He can restore our souls. He's more than able to protect and to provide for us in these times. So I want to focus on three things today today. The first one being, what is the defining marker of someone that is free from fear? Secondly, why can a person walk free from fear even in dark times? And we'll finish off with some helpful application, I hope. How can we walk in freedom from fear? And so David, who wrote the psalm, King David, he wrote this psalm most likely when he was an older man. So he's able to look back at the chapter of his life, the chapters of his life, and see all the times that God had protected him, all the times that God had provided for him, all the times that God had led him and cared for him. And as he looked back at those chapters in his life, he could only say, the Lord is my shepherd. He has always cared for me. He has always come through for me. He has always watched over me. And that's what I want us to hear today. God has always been our shepherd. As we look back at the chapters of our life, even the tough times, the challenging times, the times of suffering, he has always cared for us. He has always brought us through. He has always watched over us. He has always loved us. And as David pens this psalm and writes this psalm under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he's saying, the Lord is my shepherd. He could say this because God in his sovereignty had ordained for David to be a shepherd during a good portion of his life. It was probably one of his first jobs. He was called to watch over his father's flock, care for those sheep. And as a shepherd, he learned to lead them to green pastures. He learned to lead them to still waters. He learned to take out those that would want to take their lives, such as wolves and bears. He became a master with that slingshot. We learned that when he faced Goliath. He, He learned how with that rod and staff, just to use it as a weapon to protect. He would know how to care for those sheep. And as many shepherds knew during that time, they knew each of those sheep, each of those lambs by name. They loved them, they cared for them, and they watched over. So it's a very humbling thing That David said, the Lord is my shepherd. Because in him saying that, he's saying that he's a sheep. And let me tell you why that's humbling. Two identities I want us to think about today. One, Jesus, the mighty warrior shepherd. Fighting for us, leading us, loving us, caring for us. Even laying down his life as the scriptures say, the good shepherd. So we're thinking about that identity, the Lord as our shepherd. But secondly... This identity that we are sheep is a humbling identity. Sheep cannot fend for themselves. I mean, it's tough to say this, but sheep are not the most intelligent creatures. You can watch videos online. Go to right to YouTube. If one sheep walks off a cliff, many more will follow. Sheep can't protect themselves. You've never seen a sheep attack something else or protect itself. It's just helpless. It's a dependent creature. If you leave a sheep alone, you leave a lamb alone in the woods, it will walk in circles because it has no one to shepherd it. It just cannot find its way. So when David says, I'm a sheep, he's saying, I'm a dependent creature. I'm helpless. And this man, if anyone had a right to say, I want to be self-reliant. It was the mighty warrior David who kills ten thousand, who takes out giants, who's a king, who operates in power. But he no, no. He says, "I'm a dependent creature. I'm a sheep, and I need to be in the care of my shepherd." And I want us to hear this today because when we try to shepherd our own lives, we will find ourselves find ourselves not free from fear, but rather Captured and caged by fear. But when we can say it to ourselves and to God, I need you, help me, lead me, love me, care for me, provide for me, you will see fear alleviated as we throw ourselves into the arms of our heavenly father, into the hands of our shepherd and the care of our shepherd. So David goes on because of that experience with being a shepherd. He says, I'm a sheep. I need your leading God. And the first thing he says is, you lead me to green pastures. See, a lamb doesn't even know how to go to places where it can find nourishment. It needs the shepherd to lead him there. We need our shepherd to lead us there. Just this past summer, I finally got my grass green. It took a while, but it's luscious like a carpet. True green there. I'm fertilizing it. I'm cutting it. It's like a carpet of green. And so this summer, my Father-in-law, just he just walks out in the backyard and beholds the glory of this green grass. He walks around with a rake. I don't know why he doesn't rake anything. He just walks around with a rake. <laughs> but one day, I'm, I'm sitting in the backyard and he's about 10 feet away and he has his rake in his hand and the grass was so green and the sun was shining and it was hitting him so good that he just laid down in that grass. He was at rest. Now, he had challenges in his life like we all do. But you can even lay in green pastures in times of darkness when you trust God for your rest. He can bring you to places of rest and relaxation even. And we trust him as our shepherd. You know, over the past weeks, I've talked to many pastors and members and people who have trouble sleeping during this time. I want to say to you now, You can rest. You can sleep. You can give it all to God. Because even as you sleep, God is doing a thousand things in your favor. He's working. We can rest. And David says, Lord, even when I have enemies all around, even when the dark times you lead me to green pastures, and our souls can rest, and we can trust God to do His work as shepherd." Secondly, He says, you lead me beside still waters. And so sheep are, they're anxious creatures. If they're by a running brook, they won't even drink by it. They get a little antsy, a little jumpy by the stream. So what the shepherd has to do, the shepherd has to go to the head of the stream and he makes a dam to still the waters so the sheep can be refreshed and drink. Because that's what loving shepherds do. And in our lives, these are turbulent times as we spoke of last week. Last week, The waters are a little troubled. We're trying to navigate life right now. And what Jesus is going to do and what he is doing in our lives is he's damming up that stream. So we slow down and we drink from the waters of his grace, his gospel, and his goodness. And our souls are restored. That's what the shepherd does. See, we can't steal the waters of our own life. Only Jesus can. And just like a shepherd, he dams the waters and let us, lets us rest and drink from those still waters. And as I said earlier, we don't want to be our own shepherd. We don't want to make our own path. I know it is tempting to try to take everything into our own hands. But as we spoke about last week, we need to stay on the path of righteousness and follow this shepherd. And seek the kingdom of God first, and when we do that, He will take care of us. We will be free from fear as we stay on those path of path of righteousness for His name'sake, for His glory. When we walk in peace in these times, when we walk in faith during these times, when we walk in love and care during these times, we're bringing glory to our heavenly Father, to Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Because when people see us walking in this way, they know it's because we have faith in our shepherd and because we trust that he's caring for us. So those things I want us to think about, the defining markers of someone who is free from fear is that they look to the Lord as their shepherd to lead them, to protect them, to love them, and to care for them. And Restoration Road and Friends, when we do that, we will be free from fear and we will push back on the anxiety that's always knocking at the door during these dark times. We know what we should do, right? We hear that we should look to the Lord as our shepherd. Now we always want to answer the question, why? Why can we trust Jesus as our shepherd even in dark places? And as you look through David's story and he writes the psalm, if you follow his story, I don't remember one time where he didn't have enemies, where he wasn't facing dark times and saying, Lord, I'm so anxious. Oh, Lord, there were different seasons, but there was many seasons where I'm so depressed. Have you turned your ear from me? You're counting my tears. He was battling sleeping at times. He was asking the Lord to fight against his enemies. He always had darkness and enemies and hard times around him. See, enemies and dark times and trials makes the man and woman of God. It refines our character. It makes us more like Christ. And David learned the secret of walking through the valley of the shadow of death with no fear. And he says this, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. And this is the answer to the why. Because God is with us. We do not have to live in fear, but we can be free from fear. See, David faced the wolves, and he faced the bears, and he knew that the wolf is always knocking at the door. But he said, if I can walk with my shepherd, if I can live in his presence, if I can trust him, if he can become my greatest treasure, I don't have to live in fear. Because the life of a shepherd and even sheep, It was not easy. easy. They battled much evil. See, the valley of the shadow of death was an actual place that you had to walk through. From Jerusalem to Jericho. It was a place with high cliffs on either side. Where bandits and criminals and robbers, they would hang out and wait for shepherds with their sheep to come through. And they would oftentimes jump them and take their goods and steal their sheep. But the shepherd would walk through that dark place. David had been through that dark place. And he had that rod in the staff to protect the sheep. And it was dark. You know, only the sun would hit the bottom of that valley at noonday. And he would watch over his sheep. And he said, even though I'm walking through these hard times, I will fear no evil because you, my shepherd, you are with me. And many of us have to hear that right now because we are all going through dark places. The whole world is facing challenges right now with this pandemic. It's not just Boston. It's not just New England. It's not just our nation. It's the whole world. It's concerned about the economy, concerned about their job, concerned about their health. Many have lost loved ones. And this is a valley in a dark place that many people are facing right now. And we need to look to Jesus as our shepherd. Maybe you right now have lost your job. You have lost your job. They've cut back on the hours. You don't even know if you're going to have your job when everything gets back to somewhat being normal. I want to speak to you now. I understand the concern. I know you're concerned about your family, but I want to just encourage you to not fear. Fear no evil because the Lord is with you. Some of you might be sick. I'm talking to more and more people who are actually sick during this time. And what will happen in the coming weeks is that we'll see more and more people that may be sick and concerned about their health. If you are sick, if you are concerned, fear no evil. The Lord is with you. He will bring you through this dark place. And something that's really been on my heart is we're not only battling things outside right now, we're battling things within. And as most of us are at home most of the time now, All of a sudden we're around different temptations and old habitual sins and old challenges that we want to run to instead of running to God. And I just want to call you now to turn away from evil, to turn away from any sin. You can overcome through the power of your shepherd. Fear no evil for the Lord is with you. Walk in his presence and run to his refuge now. Let him bring you to greener pastures. Don't turn back and look at that old man or that old woman. Don't look back to those old ways. Turn away from evil and run towards your shepherd. Run into his arms and he will protect you from even those temptations and challenges during this time. The why behind we can be free from fear is because God is with us. And this is the amazing thing. Because of the death and resurrection of Jesus, upon his ascension, he said, I will send a comforter, a helper. God is not only with us, he's in us. He's in us. He's strengthening us. He's comforting us. He's moving us. He's building our faith. He's giving us great graces. We can overcome. We can believe when we look to him as our shepherd. So let's talk about some application, and I only want to give you one application point today. And I want us to think about that verse. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That's the mindset of someone who is free from fear. So I want us to know that mercy and goodness are following us. See, that's the total opposite of a paranoid state of mind. See, oftentimes we think we're like in a Final Destination movie. When we look back, we see death and destruction following us. We think it's around the corner. We do not think mercy and goodness is following us. We actually think horrible times, death, destruction, the worst case scenarios are following us. And what God is saying is, I'm your shepherd. Mercy and goodness will follow you all the days of your life. David proclaimed that as an older man. Mercy and goodness followed me. And I want to share this story with you. Years ago, this is probably almost 20 years ago, maybe 17, 18 years ago. It's a story that involves the Graces from our church. So Taylor Grace was about seven or eight years old. And our families, the Graces and the Thompsons, were driving up to North Conway. It was about a a two-and-a-half-hour trip. And we had two cars to carry everything up there. And Taylor was seven or eight years old and her family was in one car, and my family, I forget, we might have had three cars, I can't even remember fully. And I was driving up alone, and Donna said, let me drive with you, let me jump in your car so you don't have to go alone. That's her mom. And as she jumped in the car, and Taylor realized that her mom was not driving up there with her, she started to battle some anxiety. And Taylor, if you're watching this from Florida, I hope this is okay, I'm telling a story. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. But she kept looking back in the vehicle ahead. She was looking back to see if her mom was following her. She saw me and she saw her mom. And every time she felt a little bit of anxiety, you see her turn around and she would look right at us to make sure we were following her. For two and a half hours on this long road, she must have looked back, dare I say, a thousand times. I might be exaggerating a little bit on that. But it brought her great comfort. Maybe we'll call Donna goodness and me mercy. I don't know. We'll roll with that. That she looked back and saw those who cared for her, especially her mother, was following her and watching her and was there with her. I want us to have the mentality, the mindset, to believe the words of the Holy Spirit when he says to all his children, Surely, goodness and mercy is going to follow you. Think about it. It's going to track you down. Even in dark places, mercy and goodness is hot on your trail. It's there with you. And we all can say that with joy as we think about God's love in our life. So Restoration Road, the Lord is our shepherd. He leads us. He loves us, He cares for us, and the greatest way we see that is His willingness to go to the cross. You know, the night before Jesus went to the cross, He was in the Garden of Gethsemane, one of the darkest places you can be outside going to the cross to die for the sins of the world. And He's on His knees in the garden, and He's battling great angst, the Son of God, fully God fully man. And he's saying to his heavenly father, if it's possible, let this not be the path. It's it's dark, it's hard, there's so much suffering, I'm going to be killed. And as he communes God the Son with God the Father, he says the words, not my will but yours be be done. And the reason he can make it through that great valley of darkness is because he knew God the Father, his shepherd was with him walking with him, caring for him, watching over him. And he endured that cross for you and for me. If Jesus would do that for us, how much more can he care for us during this dark season? Restoration Road, Jesus is a good shepherd and he will carry us through this time. You can trust him, you can follow him, you can call him shepherd. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that we can look to you as our shepherd. That we don't follow our own paths. I pray for those who are struggling sleeping and struggling with anxiety right now, that you give them rest, that you help them to lay down in green pastures, that you'd restore their soul. And those who are fighting paranoia Help them to have a sound mind that sees that mercy and goodness is following them as they put their faith in you and trust you as a shepherd. Lord, you know we are frail. We are dependent creatures made in your image, and we depend on you during this time. Be with us all, Father. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Sunday's sermon at Restoration Road. We hope it blessed you and invite you to join us for next service at 10 a.m. on Sunday. God bless.